Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 76 begins on page 432, and Psalm 125 begins on page 504. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. <clears throat> At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling in Zion. There break he the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Thou art glorious in might, when thou comest from the hills of the robbers. The proud are robbed, they have slept in their sleep, and all the men whose hands were mighty have found nothing. At thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse are fallen. Thou even thou, thou, even thou art to be feared, and who may stand in thy sight when thou art angry. Thou didst cause thy judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth trembled and was still. When God arose to judgment and to help all the meek upon the earth. The fierceness of man shall turn to thy praise, and the fierceness of them shalt thou refrain. Promise unto the Lord your God, and keep it all ye that are around about him. Bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. He shall refrain the spirit of princes, and is wonderful among the kings of the earth. Psalm 125 on page 504. They that put their trust in the Lord shall be even as the Mount Zion, which may not be removed, but standeth fast forever. The hills stand about Jerusalem. Even so standeth the Lord round about his people, from this time forth forevermore. For the scepter of the ungodly shall not abide upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put their hand unto wickedness. Do well, O Lord, unto those that are good and true of heart. As for such as turn back unto their own wickedness, the Lord shall lead them forth with the evildoers, but peace shall be upon Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. When you go out to battle against your enemies, and see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God is with you, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. So it shall be, when you are on the verge of battle, that the priest shall approach and speak to the people. And he shall say to them, Hear, O Israel, today you are on the verge of battle with your enemies. Do not let your heart faint, do not be afraid, and do not tremble or be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you, to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. Then the officers shall speak to the people, saying, What man is there who has built a new house and has not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in battle, and another man dedicate it. Also what man is there who has planted a vineyard and has not eaten of it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in battle, and another man eat of it. And what man is there who is betrothed to a woman, and has not married her? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man marry her. The officer shall speak further to the people, and say, What man is there who is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return to his house, lest the heart of his brethren faint like his heart. And so it shall be, when the officers have finished speaking to the people, that they shall make captains of the armies to lead the people. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 57th verse of the ninth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road, that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. 
And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who never failest to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love, keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love of thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, 
who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone, on uh, the second Sunday after Trinity. Um, I always tell, I think I mentioned, and I usually say that we look at our colic and we look at kind of the theme for the week. And one of the theme is to make us have a perpetual fear and love of his holy name. And the way we do that is by getting to know who he is and getting to know who we are. Trinity season is a favorite time for me because it seems to have less chaos and allows time to sharpen my sword and find a rhythm in my prayer. And I think rhythm is really important. Um, when you think of all the things you do well, it's most likely that these are the things that you've done many times. So these are the, the areas we've moved from being unconsciously incompetent to consciously incompetent, that's when we know we don't know what we're doing, to consciously competent and finally unconsciously competent. I remember um, in Forrest Gump and basic training, Forrest put together and disassembled his rifle, rifle faster than anyone. And the sergeant asked um, yeah, Forrest, he said, you did that in record time, why did you do that Gump? And he said, because you told me to, sir. But you have to remember, he did it more than once. That wasn't his first time putting the rifle, taking it apart and putting it back together. So think about when you learned to drive. At first you had no idea how to drive, you were unconsciously incompetent. And then um, I remember sitting in the driver's training seat and realizing I have no idea how to drive. Um, and then with help, I learned that I could drive if I concentrated. And I remember changing lanes and having to think through the three steps, um, you know, to, to look, to signal, and then look over my shoulder, I guess four steps and then go. But finally, we reach a state where we drive somewhere and sometimes we wonder how we got there because we're driving on an unconscious level because we've become that kind of expert. And so when you think about that, if you apply that to prayer, then you'll realize that, that this is something that we do. We pray and we work with and we walk with God daily. And the idea is that he sharpens us and makes us sharper. Just a little side thought. When you think about the things that you do wrong, sometimes you do those and it's become and you become an expert at doing things wrong and we have to learn them. I'm going to confess that in the Venite, there's a place where we say his hands created their hands, his hands, and then there's the word hand. It's hand, hands, hand. And Bishop pointed out that I'm saying hands plural every time. So I am consciously incompetent on that. I'm trying to get it right. And I have to become very, very conscious to make sure I use the right uh, hand versus hands. And someday I think I'll become um, unconsciously competent and not even have to think about it again. But growing up in the Episcopal Church as a young man, we said this every week and um, I did it wrong for a long time. So I have to unlearn my wrong and learn my right. So that's a little confession there. Um, so our morning passages this morning, they have a theme of avoiding this service, this, uh, this, this idea of getting very good at what we do with God. And in Deuteronomy, what we read is uh, any man who has built a new house and not dedicated it, has planted a vineyard and not eaten of it, is betrothed to a woman and has not married her, and then finally is fear fearful or faint-hearted because they didn't want in the army, they didn't want the fear to spread. And they said, you guys can return to your house. So these were like uh, military excuses. And in the Vietnam era where I grew up, there were some people that got married just to avoid service. Some people went to school to avoid service. 
And then each time that, you know, when they needed more people, they realized that they had to undo these uh, exemptions. But even in um, biblical times, there were exemptions to military service. So those were things that um, the, the people grew up with. These were reasons not to do things. And what we find in, um, uh, oh, what, another really important part of Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, before I move on. When you go out to battle against your enemies and you see the horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid. That's absolutely important for the Lord your God is with you. That's most important. So God goes out to fight our battles, and that's something to remember. So then we move into Luke, and we see a man who professes the desire to follow Jesus, but he's invited to follow Jesus and makes an excuse, like, let me bury my father first. And so this is an example of where people believe in God in their head, but not in their life. You don't see it. You just, you can hear about it. And uh, this is the long, kind of along the lines of the acceptable excuses for military service in Deuteronomy. And Jesus makes it clear that the things of the world and, and fear are no longer excuses because we live in the spirit. So he's calling us to follow him. Um, he will sharpen us. He will test us. He will help us grow in faith and make us um, uh, more like himself every day, which will allow his word and his, his message to be spread to the whole world. world. So um, people have to make the decision. We have to make the decision every day to remember that to live in the kingdom or to live in the world and to stand outside. So just a few remarks on today's uh, passages. Today is a day um, when we're going from morning prayer and we'll be going into um, uh, our, our weekly Eucharist. And so um, we'll wrap it up with a, a prayer for Sunday morning. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, thou safest this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining this me this morning. Uh, for those of you at St. Thomas, I'm looking forward to seeing you. For those at you, St. Matthews, I miss you most very much. Thank you, Deacon Bob. <laughs> I miss you too. Thank Have you. a good Sunday. Good day, everybody. <laughs> Thank you.